Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Come on in. Good morning. Good morning. Come on in. Do me a favor when you come in, like, tag, and share. I am coming in in just a split second. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't know who's with me, but I appreciate you. Come on in. Thank you for sharing this, uh, coming in this morning. Do me a favor as you come in, like, tag, and share the broadcast. Like, tag, and share the broadcast if you would. We are digging ditches this morning. Come on in, everybody. We are digging ditches this morning. This is going to be something I hope that will bless your souls this morning. Come on in. Let me see. Somebody is speaking to me this morning. Good morning, Disha. Good morning, everybody. Come on in. I'm excited about this. Today is Monday. We are in the start of a new month. We're in day two of uh, the month of November, y'all. We are in the 11th month. And I am still believing God for everything that he has promised me. I hope that you are believing God for everything that he has promised you this morning. God is a keeper. He is a sustainer. He is a way maker. He is a deliverer. He is God. He is king. Y'all see how I just get excited when I just start talking about him. God is just a good God. He is a mighty God. He is a wonderful counselor. He is a friend to those who have no friends. He is a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. He is Lord. He is righteous. He is, look at me, come on, as we come in, just begin to love on God. Today is Monday motivation. I am excited about today's word. We are digging ditches this morning. I promise you, this is going to be something I hope that will bless your lives. It has blessed my life. I heard the term about a year ago. But um, I want to just go back. I, I read a little bit over it. Um, it is going to be a grand morning. It's going to be a grand morning for this grand, beautiful mother. Um, so come on in, like, tag, and share. Good morning, Apostle. Good morning. We are going to have a blessed time this morning. It is going to be great. We are digging ditches, y'all. The word that we're teaching out of today is coming out of Second Kings chapter three, verses 16 through 19. For some of you who are Bible readers, it is a very familiar passage of scripture. For those of you who do not know it, I will admonish you to go in and read it. It is going to be fabulous. I'm gonna calm myself down because I get excited. So let me say this. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I know that because we're here this morning, that there is still a plan, there is still a purpose for our lives. And because we're here, there's something that God still wants us to do in the earth realm. So let me say a quick prayer and then we're going to get on with it. Father, we thank you. We love you. Thank you, Irma, for sharing. We love you. We thank you. We honor you, God. We adore you. We, Lord, thank you for all that you have done this day. You have brought us into a new month, into a new season, God. The weather is changing. The trees and the leaves are changing, God, and even things in our lives at this very point, God, are beginning to change, Father, our faith, Father. And this day, I believe God is going to strengthen. And so, Father, have your way today. Move like only you can 
Touch every soul, every household, God, that is here this morning. Bless them, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that today that there is nothing missing, nothing lacking in their home, God, that everything they ask, that they shall receive as long as they're asking in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. So listen, y'all. I heard this um, about a year and a half ago, but maybe about a year ago or so, right? And in this, um, the man of God said, dig the ditch and he will fill it, right? And I didn't get it at the time, but he he had um, he had told us to go out and to do these great things and, and you, you had to do it. And so here um, I was, I went back and, um, I started thinking about it. And I don't know if you guys have noticed my, my cover page on my on Facebook. I just put it back on my Facebook last uh, yesterday, dig digging ditches. And so when I went into the restroom yesterday, God has this thing with me and water. So when I went into the restroom yesterday, um, I was sitting in there and when I said, I was washing my hands. And as God said, as I was washing my hands, I heard him say, faith that works. We need to have in these last 61, 62 days of this year, we need to have a faith that works. We need to have a faith that works. Faith without works is dead. We know the scripture. We quote the scripture in James 2. But do we do what we quote? Are we acting on the things that we're saying? A lot of us are speaking things out of our mouths. But we are not moving. We're not taking action. We are we've made these at the beginning of the year. We made these vision boards Um, at the beginning of the year. We wrote these visions. If you went to one church here in Atlanta, because I did it, we wrote the blueprints of what God um, we wanted God to do. We wrote the entire blueprints and we presented them back to God with hopes that God will blow on those things and everything would change for us. But then COVID-19 happened. Life began to happen. Some of you got sick. Some of you lost your relatives. Some of you lost your job. Some of you lost, you know, some stuff. And so your faith, you know, your faith got weak. And I'm just here today to encourage you to keep pressing, to keep pushing and to keep that faith in front of you. Keep the dream like Joseph in front of you. The thing that God has called you to do, the thing that he whispered in your ear in the wee hours of the night, the thing that he told you that he was going to allow you to have, the thing that he was going to allow you to steward on his behalf. Put that thing back in front of you and allow your faith to work. But here's what I love. As I began to read um, 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. And y'all know I'm the message version. Y'all know I'm a little, you know, I'm a little different. I'm the message version. And so you all know, and I want to get to it because here's the scripture, 2 Kings um, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. And I'm going to read it and y'all pray for me because the words of Leah, my glasses are, you know, they, they may not be the way that I need them to be, but anyway, it says here um, in chapter 16, he said, he then said God's word. He at this point is the prophet Elisha, not Elijah. This is Elisha for the old folk, um, but Elisha. OK, so the prophet Elisha says to them. And let me go back and give you the backdrop. There were three kings um, that were um, going to war. They were out at battle. 
and um, and if I if I want to say it right, it was uh, the they were the armies of Israel, Judah, and Edom, and the three kings of those. One of them went to the prophet. They didn't want the prophet. They didn't want God, but they needed God's word. Some of you out there don't want God, don't want to go to church, don't want to serve Him. But when you're in a in a rut, when you're in a, in a in between a rock and a hard place, you come to the prophet, you go to the apostle, you go to the pastor, the priest, and you ask them to pray for you. So this is what happened. The king, one of the kings. And I think it was Jehoshaphat. He went to the prophet. He went to Elisha and he asked for a word from the Lord. How many of y'all stand in the lines with the prophets and y'all asking for a word from the Lord? But again, you don't want to do the work that God gives you to do. So here it was, as he begins to do this, God gives an answer. And through the prophet Elisha, he says, go and dig a ditch in the desert. Well, here's the ironic part. They were in the desert. They were in a war. There was a drought. There was no water. And so here it is. God tells him or them through the prophet to go and dig ditches in the desert. He said, go dig a ditch and I'm going to fill it in the desert. Now, how you going to fill it in the desert? We don't know. But here's what I know, that it takes an unconventional God to do some unconventional things through some unconventional people. So it's going to take you to be an unconventional per person to do what God tells you to do, to dig the ditch and allow him to fill it. Right. So as you dig the ditch, God is going to fill it for you. We're looking for magic. Come on, Disha, but not relationship. We're looking for God to be um, the, the jack in the box where we can just uh, twist him a little bit and allow him to give us what we need. But we don't want to pray. We don't want to praise. We don't want to worship. We don't want to sow. We don't want to tithe. But we want God to heal our bodies. Come on. But anyway, I'm going to get that. So. Here it was, these soldiers, they were in a war. They were there and they were in the desert. They were dying of thirst, but God tells them through the prophet to go dig a ditch. Go dig a ditch in the desert and I'm gonna fill it. And so for many of us, we think when God gives us something very unusual to do, we think that, you know, oh, I can't do that because that's not the way that it's gonna happen. It's not, it, it can't happen that way because I'm out in the desert. But if you keep reading in, in, in chapter three, verses 16 through 19, God tells them, he says, it's not going to come. He said, dig the ditch all over this valley. And here's what's going to happen. You won't hear the wind. Some of y'all like y'all in the cave listening for the wind. Come on. You won't see the rain. He said, but this valley is going to fill up with water and your army and your animals will drink there and fill. Again, God, how is it in the world? Everything that I have tried, everything that I have done is not working. But you tell me, God, you say, go and dig a ditch and I'm going to fill it. You tell me to go and do the unnatural thing and it's going to happen to me. You tell me to start a business in the middle of a pandemic. You tell me, God, to quit my job in the middle of a pandemic. You tell me, God, come on, to do some stuff, to move to another city, another state, when there's no work where, where I believe that I'm going. I don't have a job, God, but you tell me, like Abraham, to pack my stuff and go. Lord, how is it going to happen? He said, dig the ditch, and I'm going to fill it. Faith without works is dead. We have to get to the place, listen to this, when we know, and I'm going ahead of myself, that um, we trust in the Lord with all our heart 
and lean not to our own understanding, that we lean onto his understanding. It might be the most foolish thing ever, but we're gonna trust God even if it don't make sense, right? We gotta get to that place where we're trusting God even if it don't make sense. And when it trusts God, even when it don't make sense, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. I don't care if your credit is shot. If God tells you to go to that home, if he tells you to go in there to that bank, if he tells you to go and start your business and get your DBA, if he tells you to get that LLC and you don't have the $300, you have to believe that God is going to provide what it is that you're at, what he's telling you to do. Faith without works is dead. And we have to trust him even when it don't make sense, y'all. And so here it is, as they begin to do what God said, they begin to dig the ditches. Faith without works is dead. As they begin to dig the ditches, God sent, I'm just going to call it a tsunami. I'm going to just paraphrase it. God just sent a tsunami. And all of a sudden, the ditches began to fill. Not only did they live, their animals lived. They didn't die of thirst. But here's the good part. The enemy, the army that was after them, the Moabites who were after them, they began to see because God allowed the sun to shine in the water that the Moabites, for whatever crazy reason, because I'm assuming God confused them, allowed the water to look like blood. And as the water began to look like blood, the Moabites, here's what they did. They decided, listen to me, the Moabites decided to go ahead and pursue them, right? And as they pursued, they lost the battle. Many of you, all God needs is you to do what he's asked you to do. All God is needing for you to do in these last 61 days is to dig the ditch and he will fill it to do what he has told you to do. Y'all know my story, but I'm going to tell it one more time because this is what the man of God said a year and a half ago. He said, dig the ditch and I will fill it. And as I dug the ditch, here's what happened. For four months, if not five months, I had boxes packed. Didn't know where I was going. Didn't know how I was going to do it. Didn't have a job, had not worked, did not work. Um, God sustained me, but I did not have a physical job. Listen to me. And in this thing, I had boxes packed. My mom would ask me, where you going? You don't have you don't have a place to go. And I would sit there with boxes packed with no place to go. But I just knew because I heard the voice of God. I heard God say, dig it and I will fill it. So I began to dig and I began to dig and I began to pack boxes. I went and bought more boxes. And the more boxes I packed, I began then to pack my suitcases. Y'all know this story. As I packed my suitcases, I still had no place to go. I still had no job. I still had no money. I still had no car. I had nothing. I had had a full-fledged Jacobian, a Job experience, and I was out on my back. But I dug the ditch. God is looking for unconventional people to do some unconventional things in this season. He's looking for you He's looking for you right now to do what he's called you to do. He's looking for you to respond to him. He's looking for that one who's not thinking about what it is they can do by their power and by their might and in their ingenuity. He's looking for that one who says, Lord, I'm going to trust you even when it don't make sense. I'm going to trust you even when I can't trace you. God, I'm going to trust you. This thing may not look right. It may not feel right, but I'm going to trust you. Come on. How many of us are in that place where we're saying, God, I'm just going to trust you, but God, come on. Faith without works is dead. And if y'all know the rest of the story, I had my boxes packed. I had my suitcases packed, but then I still wouldn't move because I was scared. 
I still wouldn't go. I had the faith, but I didn't have the work. I didn't get up and do what he said do. I didn't move when he said move. But then God had to warn me through the night. He had to warn me through the night. And as he warned me throughout the night, she got up and she bought a one-way ticket. Where was she going? She didn't know. Whoever had the cheapest ticket, that's where she was going. But she wasn't going back to the place that she was in. So I don't know where you are today, but some of you need to say to yourselves, I'm going to go, I'm going to dig the ditch and I'm going to let God fill it and I'm not going to go back into that place that I've come from because there's something that God is looking for you to do in this season. Y'all are putting these posts up on Facebook talking about you don't want to see another day in 2020. The devil is a lie. I need every hour in 2020 because there's some things that 2019 owe me. There's some things that 2018 owe me. There's some things that 2020 still owe me. So I am looking for every hour of 2020 to dig a ditch so that God can be God and fill it. Quit jumping on every bandwagon and doing what everybody do and say what everybody say because God says that there's still time in this hour for you to do and to be who he's called you to be. Dig the ditch, Disha, and I'll fill it. Dig the ditch, Maria, and I will fill it. Dig it. Uh, he said, how many ditches? And if you go back and read it, they just kept digging and they dug. And God said, it wasn't coming by when. Some, and what that meant to me is not coming the way you think it's going to come, Latanya. See, we're looking for the wind. We're looking for rain to fill the ditches. We're looking for the usual. And God says, I'm going to do the unusual. I'm going to do the supernatural to, through somebody who is willing to respond. Come on. Who's willing to respond to what God is saying in this season? You still have 61 days. This is still time for a fourth quarter comeback. This is still time for you to kick a field goal in the last hours of the play and still win the game. This is still time for you to get everything that the enemy stole from you. This is the season of the comeback. 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 I'm a comeback kid. Y'all, I was down and out. Arjuna is on here. She know my story. I was down and out. Come on, some of y'all stopped talking to me because see, back then, I had what I had. And then when I lost it, some of them stopped talking to me. Some of them want to be my friends. But see, ooh, let me tell y'all something. I am looking for the God of the comeback. I told y'all about a month ago that God is the God of the comeback. He is the God of the comeback. He is the one, listen to me, that's gonna do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Not me. I know I'm smart, but it's not going to be by Latanya's might. It's not going to be by Latanya's power, but it's going to be by my ability to put action behind the word that I say. I tell people all the time, I'm a water walker, but if I ain't walking, I come on, I'm going to drown. We can't call, we quit, we, mm, quit quoting things and you're not doing it. Faith without works, faith without works, they work hand in hand. And if I can read it, Y'all know I'm, I'm, I am I'm. done got hype, y'all. Let me, let me settle down, Lord, in, in hand. Listen to this. Dear friends, y'all know I'm the message version. I'm a little, I'm a little hood every once in a while. You know, I, I can be, I can be up with it. This weekend, I was a little, you know, I was a little put together, but I'm a little message. It says, dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words, but never do anything? Come on. How many of us know the right scripture? <laughs> How many of us quote the right scripture, but we ain't doing nothing? How many of us are still in the same place because we talk about it, but we ain't really about it? How many of 
us are in that place, but we we bumping our gums, as my mama used to say, but we ain't doing nothing behind it. Come on. I used to, you know, as a kid, I used to get bullied all the time, right? I used to get bullied because I would pop my chops, as my mom would say. She said, there you go, bumping your gums, knowing that you can't fight a flea. I couldn't do nothing. Some of you are talking about it, but you won't be about it because you, number one, and I see this, Maria, and I'm not talking about you. We have the wrong friends in our circle. We have the wrong people in our circle. We have the wrong people in our circle. That's absolutely right, Maria. We, they listen, they want my friends anyway. They were my associates. They were those who were trying to look, smile in my face all the time, trying to take my place because they saw something I didn't see. Come on, come on. And I ain't mad at them. Come on. We, we, here's what we're doing. Listen, it said, I'm going to read it again. It says, dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words? If you know how to articulate a really good sentence, if you know how to speak well in front of people, but you never do anything, does merely talking about faith indicate a person really has it? Come on. Does talking about faith really say that you have it? I can talk about it all day, but if I'm not putting action behind what I say, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm fighting. I'm, 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 and here's what I hear in the spirit. Cause some, this is what some of y'all do, even in your prayer time, even in your prayer time, y'all are sparring with, with, a, with, with a partner that you can't even see. Some of you are praying the wrong prayer because you're there fighting a war and you're sparring like a boxer using something, trying to fight. You're not, you're fighting at the wrong thing. You're merely talking about faith indicate, does it indicate that you really have it? No. It just means you talk really well. Come on. It just means you talk really well. You speak good. Come on. That girl say talk is cheap. Come on, talk is cheap. That's what they used to tell us as kids. Talk is cheap. Let me see what you're going to do. Come on, with, with my head twisting. Then it says, come on. For instance, you come upon an old friend dressed in rags and half starved and say, good morning, friend. Be clothed in Christ. That's y'all. Bless y'all, but you don't do nothing for him. What is it that God has called you to do? What is it that you heard God tell you to do? You heard him, but you didn't respond. You heard God say, move. You heard God say, dig whatever ditch, start that business. Leave that job. You got hell, bad grandma. You got half hell on your job right now. And y'all think y'all have hell on your jobs because it's warfare. Yeah, it's warfare that you create because God told you to leave. Not because God needs you in there to, to do something with, with the warfare. You have warfare on that job because God has told you to leave that job and he's trying to make you uncomfortable on that job, but you have gotten comfortably, I don't know who this is for, uncomfortable. Some of you are in a place that God has told you to move, but because you won't move, you've gotten comfortably uncomfortable in that place you're not supposed to be. So you're taking the licks and keeping on ticking. Come on, you're doing, you're in a place that you're not supposed to be, but you're going to stand there. God says, dig it and I'll feel it. Dig it and I'll fill it. He didn't say one ditch. He said, dig ditches and I'll fill it. He said, dig ditches all over the valley. So where is your valley? What is that place that God has you in right now that's dry and thirsty and you feel like you're about to die? You're sitting there and you're parched and you need water. You need God. You need God. But you won't do what he said. Ah, listen to me, y'all. 
I, I bet you, I dare you, if you do it in the next 61 days, God is going to fill them ditches and there ain't going to be just one. So this morning when I was in the bathroom, I told you he talks to me in the water by the water. I was in the bathroom this morning and I started to think about the things that I needed God to do in these 61 days. I started to think about the blueprints that I wrote at the beginning of 2020. And I began to think about what he had not got, he had not allowed me to accomplish yet. So I began to say that those were the things that I needed you to feel, God. So when I did that ditch, I'm going to start a new business. Y'all look at me now. Back then, you didn't know me, but now I'm hot you all on me. I'm telling you in this season, in the next 61 days, it is up to you to have what God said you can have. Faith that works. Faith that works. Faith, you heard it last week, Disha. Come on, he's sending you a reminder. Faith that works. Quit talking about it if you're not going to do what he told you to do. Quit looking for him. Come on, quit crying to him. I'm going to say it like my mama said. Quit crying if you ain't going to do nothing. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep moving, Latanya. Quit talking about what they didn't allow you to do when you serve a God that can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. It is not by your might. It is not by your power, but it is by his spirit that you get to do. We quote scripture. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but we're walking around in fear. Not uh, all afraid of what they're going to say, afraid of what they're going to do of who they may not allow you to be. I'm done, this was real quick, but I hope you got it. Dig the ditch. You have 61 days, I think, count the days, 31. And we'll, we have about 61 days left in this season, in this year. Quit talking about you don't wanna add an extra hour to 2020. I want the extra hour. I need the extra hour because it's gonna be in the 11th hour that God do what he said he's gonna do for me. I need that extra hour. And the 1159th hour, God is gonna show up and he's gonna blow my mind. So I, I decree it and declare it over my life that as I move, as I begin to dig the ditches, as I begin to respond to the voice of God that I hear, God is going to show up. I said in the beginning, he's an unconventional God looking for unconventional people to do some unconventional things. Will you be that one? Will you be that one, come on, that's going to do what God said? Are you going to be that one to not worry about what they say? Are you going to be that one that's going to sit there and allow them to ride your coattail and you don't do what God say and then you end up in the back? Not today. I'm coming for everything that I lost, everything that he allowed me to lose. I'm coming. And when I say I'm coming for it, I'm not a fighter, but I'm in the, in the natural. But I will whoop your butt, Satan, in the spirit. I am a fighter in the spirit. <laughs> I may have got beat up in the natural, but in the spirit, I was about my bad girl. And I'm coming for everything that God allowed me to lose. Job 1, I think 1 through 6, I remember this so well, 2015, I went through the worst season of my life, the worst season. I had. I was on the heels of a business making a million dollars, on the heels of it, meaning I was shy, $200,000 and maybe $34,000 shy of making my first million in 2015. And I remember God saying, walk away. Huh? Lord, what? And Arjun is on here. She know this story. But I remember, I remember the man of God told me, he said, and he was very clear. He said, I need you to read Job. 
because you're having a Job moment and I didn't get it. I didn't understand it, y'all. And then I had my sister, my, my sister in, in, in Christ to come and tell me, she said, Latanya, have you considered that you've been considered? And God allowed everything. He allowed the hedge to be lifted from over me because he trusted me with some stuff. And I didn't understand it in 2015, but baby, 2014, 2015, whatever. I didn't understand it. And he allowed the hedge to be removed and I lost everything in less than three months, like Job, everything, everything. I lost it all. But my faith, I didn't lose my faith. I began to say that I was a water walker. I, even before it was popular, I was a water walker. I was, I was going to walk the water, God, with you no matter what it did. But I talked about it for three and a half years, not being about it. It took, just like the children of Israel, what could have taken them 11 days took them 40 years. What could have taken me maybe a year, maybe took me three and a half years to accomplish because I talked about it, but I wasn't really about it. I talked the talk. Come on, Arjun said talk was cheap. I was talking, but I wasn't walking. I had the faith that was bigger than the world, but I didn't do what God said. But it was not until March of 20, what it was, 29, 2018. That was almost two years, two years ago that God said, dig it and I'll feel it or May, it was May. God said, dig the ditch, Latanya. And I get teary when I hear it. And when I began to talk about it, because I know where I was. I talked about it, but I never did what I had to do. And it was in May that God said, dig the ditch and I'll fill it. And I began to dig and I began to dig, not knowing where I was gonna end up. But I'm here to tell you that today, almost two years later, everything, that I had lost, God is restoring back and then some. Was it unconventional? Absolutely getting on a plane with a one-way ticket and three suitcases with no place to go. Ah, was it something I would have ever done? No, but he knew I was a Viking. God knew that I didn't have to know a soul in the place that I was going. He knew that I loved him. He knew that I trusted him, but he needed my faith to be strong. And I remember God saying, Latanya, the enemy wants to sift you as weak, but I'm praying for you. He was praying that my faith didn't get weak. Come on, my strength didn't get weak. Many of you are out there and your strength is weak. I need you in these next 61 days to get with God to get still and to begin to ask God. Go back and look at those visions. Go back, um, um, I see, Irma, go back and look at your blueprints. Go back and look at your blueprints and present them back to God. Many of us aren't where we're supposed to be because the visions that we wrote are way too small for God. The ditch is too small. The ditch is too small. Many of you are building and digging, but the ditch is too small. He can't fill it because it's too small. Go back and present it to him and allow him, listen to me, allow him, allow God to fill it. All you have to do is dig it. Don't ask him what, what he gonna put in it. Don't ask him how it's gonna come. Don't worry about that. Dig it and leave. Dig it and leave, walk away from it and go do the work. Go start the business, write the business plan. Come on, go to the bank, go to, come on, go get credit, go do what he's told you to do. 
and watch how he works that thing out for you. I love you guys. Just listen to me. I am I'm excited about the next 61 days. I'm excited about what God has promised me. He said to me that Latanya, and I know his scripture, but he said it to me, I'm going to restore back the years that I allowed. Because if you read Joel chapter one, he allowed the raging army to come, right? He allowed the palmer worm and the canker worm and the armies. Of swarm. He allowed that to happen. Right. If you read one, we just read chapter two where he restores us. But God allowed it to happen. He sent the raging army. And so because he sent it, it's his job to replenish it. If I do what I if, if I do what he's called me to do. And so he said to me, I'm going to restore back the years that I allowed everything to be snatched from you. And I'm going to take him up on that promise. Because he is not a God that shall lie, nor the son of man who has to repent. And so we know it. If he said it, we can cash that thing at the bank and be good. What you do in this season, and I feel this in my spirit, is going to propel you in your next season. Many people are stopping right now. They're not doing what God has called them to do. They've, they've, they've tucked tail. And they're running. <laughs> That's what my mama would have said, y'all. We country. Most of them, most of them just, they tucked tail and they ran the other way because they saw it. They weren't built for this. Some of you are built to last in this. Some of you are like, come on, I feel this. Who is that? I think it was Nissan. Nissan built for the, or is it Ford? Nissan built for this. Y'all are built for this. Don't let what you see on social media take you and destroy what God has already promised you. Quit jumping on every bandwagon. Quit quoting stuff just because it's popular. Quit doing somebody, and I feel this in my spirit. Some of you, listen, some of you are jumping on bandwagons and God wants you to go another way. God wants you to be separate and apart from what you're, from those that you are trying to cling to. You're trying to be popular, but God needs you to, to, to go into another place and, and do something greater, but you're trying to be with the in crowd. Everything that you see on Facebook, you shouldn't do. Everything that they say on Facebook, you shouldn't say. Come on. Quit saying, quit being, quit doing what you see other people do and do what God has called you to do. You still have time to reap the harvest. This is the season for the harvester. This is the season that God is taking from the wicked. Come on and give it to his righteous. This is that season. This is the season that you planted seeds and now he's giving it back. He said to you in Revelation 3, he said, I saw you when you had nothing and you were still giving, you were still sowing, you were still tithing, you were still praying, you were still fasting. He said, even in that, he said, now I see you and I'm going to open, he said, I'm going to take from them and give it to you. But you're trying to be popular. You won't dig the ditch. You won't dig the ditch. You won't let him feel it. You're trying to do it yourself. I'm done. Y'all, I'm done. I'm done. You're trying to do it yourself. But I dare you to let him do it. I dare you to walk by faith and not by sight. I dare you. I dare you to walk by faith and not by sight. 
I dare you to walk by faith and not by sight. I dare you to not see it with your natural eyes and see it in the spirit with your spiritual eyes. I dare you to say, God, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. I dare you to begin to quote, God, be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, God. Wherever you lead me, I'm gonna go. I dare you to say those things in these next 61 days. Let those be your affirmations instead of, I don't wanna see another hour in 2020. I want my hour. The woman, the pastor on here, she said, Latanya, we need our hour. Prayer warriors need that extra hour so we can spend time with God. Because the more time you spend with God, the more he begins to download dreams and desires and visions and all these things into you. Quit being what everybody else needs you to be. Now I'm fussing, so I'm going. I'm going to leave y'all because I'm starting to fuss. <laughs> this was Monday motivation, not Monday fuss at you. So I love you guys. Listen, go back and read 2 Kings. It's 2 Kings chapter 3. Read the whole chapter three, because the whole chapter three is fly, okay? The whole chapter three, if you read it, even in the message version, it's going to light a fire under you. Beverly, catch the replay, girl. I don't know where you've been. But the whole chapter three, this is one for you, Beverly Nance. Um, I promise you, you're going to love it, y'all. That's my sister. Um, read the whole chapter three. Second Kings, let me put it up here. Second Kings chapter three, verses 16 through 19. Yes. Um, I, come on, come on, come on. This is it. <clears throat> we have to know, we have to know that God is still God. I don't care what the enemy said. He is not bigger than our God. There's nobody like Jehovah. He, he is no, there's nobody bigger than the God that we serve. You hear me? And I don't care what the enemy took from you, be it you did it because you got, be, and here's what, either we lost it out of disobedience or we lost it because God allowed it to happen. But either way, God is in the business of giving it back to you. He said, I'll restore back the years that the palmer worm, the canker worm, the swarming worm, like all them worms came and ate up. I'm going to restore back the years. I'm going to give them back. But you got to walk it. You got to do your part. You got to do your part. You got to do your part. Hey, Rosie, girl, I miss you. You got to do your part. Quit talking about I'm waiting on God. God been waiting on you for years. Y'all been birthing babies and ain't gave birth yet. I was there. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So listen, do me a favor. Share this video. Share this video with somebody who you believe is stuck because there's many of us. Many of us are sitting in a place where we're stuck. <clears throat> Last scripture. And I'm done for real. That's that's the preacher. Like how many closes we have? Like five closes. So here's my fifth close. I think Deuteronomy one. And I think it's verse eight. Verse Deuteronomy one. I think verse eight. I want to say that. Let me. No, it's not Deuteronomy eight. But I'm going to quote the scripture. Somebody find it. Y'all, I got some Bible packers on here. He says, you have stared at this mountain long enough. It is time for you to turn and take your journey and go northward. Many of you have been staring at that thing all year, trying to figure out how is it going to get done? Trying to figure out where am I going to get the money? Trying to figure out what's going to happen. God says, you've stared at that mountain long enough. Turn and take your journey. Go, move, go do what I told you to do. 
I feel God. That's why I be lingering, y'all, because he, Holy Spirit be coming. He, he going to always show up. God needs you to move in this hour. There are many of you who are watching live and some are going to watch by replay that are in this place where they feel, come on, that's, that's my Bible total, one and six. Um, y'all feel like you've been there. Some of you are in the driest places of your life. And can I tell you about that wilderness place? Wilderness seasons, we all go through them. But the wilderness season for many of us, if not all of us, is the place where God develops us, right? The So don't run from that place. The wilderness is where God develops us. The wilderness is where God gives you your instruction. The wilderness is where God strengthens you. Come on. He strengthens you in your wilderness just like he did in Second Kings, he sends the rain too in your wilderness. But as you're in that place and God is starting to give you instruction, he's getting your faith up in your wilderness. He's getting you to pray more in your wilderness. He's getting you to love on him more in your wilderness. It's in that dry and thirsty place that we call on God the most. When most of us are in our flourishing places, we tend to forget God, but it's when it's dry. It's when it's brittle. I hear you, God. It's when we're thirsting after him that we call on him more. When we have lack, we, we hunger and thirst after him. And it is in that place that God says, dig the ditch. It's in that place, he says, dig the ditches. In the driest places, listen, in the driest place of your life right now, I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are, but you are in the driest place that you have ever been. I dare you, God is saying, dig it and I'll fill it. Dig it and I'll fill it. Don't worry, don't worry about how it's going to come. Don't worry about where the money is going to come, how it's going to look. What is, he's going to send you, listen to this, Irma. He's going to send you readers and runners. He's going to send you executives and executors. He's going to send you people who get it and who can get it done. Come on. He's going to send those people to you. He just needs you to dig it. He's going to send you the help that you need, but you have to dig the ditch. So in this dry place that you're in, begin to call on God and God, I need you to just whatever it is, you begin to call on God. And as you call on him, he's going to send somebody to you that has the very thing that you're looking for. He just needs you to do it. You stared at it long enough. Take your journey. Turn, turn. It took them 40 years for an 11 day trip. It took me three and a half years for probably a one year trip. You don't have time to waste, not in this season. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. But I'm lingering, y'all. Y'all know when I linger, there's a power of God that's somewhere that's going to move. And, and it may not be through a word, but some of you are feeling the power of God now. There's the power of the Holy Spirit just resting on many of you right now. And some of you, God is even speaking to right now, telling you to take your journey. 
He's told you, hey, well, Rolanda, he, he's told you to take your journey. He's told you to turn. And here's what I know about the wilderness. I keep saying I'm done, but I tell you, as I linger, Holy Spirit begins to speak. Y'all look at, um, y'all know I love uh, the whole Sarah and Hagar story. Y'all know I love that story. I'm a storyteller, though. Hagar left. She ran away and she ran into the desert. She ran into a dry place. She was in a place that was flourishing. She didn't like how it was flourishing, but she was in a place where she didn't have to do much. And she ran away and she ran into the desert, a dry place. And when she got there, there was an angel. God sent an angel to meet her and he asked her, Hagar, what are you doing out here? What y'all doing in the desert? And Hagar said, it's close number six, Arjun. You know, that's the preacher. Come on, let me put that up there. It's close number six. That's the preacher. I'm through for real. But Holy Spirit don't be through. I'll be through. Holy Spirit don't be through. And Hagar was out there and he and, and the angel asked her, Hagar, what are you doing out here? And she said, I'm running from my mistress. And as and, and the angel told her to go back because the thing that she was carrying, that if she stayed there too long, that she will abort the promise. Some of y'all are in that dry place, but you are afraid. I don't like y'all. I don't like y'all. You are afraid to dig the ditch. You're out there in the desert. You're dying of thirst. Listen to me. You're dying of thirst, but you're out there in the desert and you won't dig the ditch so that God can send the rain and if you don't dig the ditch, you're going to abort the promise that God has given you in this hour. If you don't dig the ditch and allow him to fill it, some of you are going to miscarry. Some of you are going to have stillborn babies. Some of you are going to have breech babies. Come on. If you don't dig the ditch, you're going to allow the very thing that you're carrying to die. <laughs> oh, this is so good. God is so good. Y'all better dig them ditches and dig them until you dig them. I don't care. Just dig them. I'm done for real. I'm done. I'm going to quiet it down because it's 745. I got to go to a real job now. <laughs> Listen, dig the ditch and watch him feel it. Don't worry about how he's going to feel it. Just watch him do it. We talking about don't he do it, won't he will. Yes, he will. Just go do your part. Amen. So I love you. Um, and to all those who are laughing, I don't care because y'all know. Um, but dig the ditch and God will fill it. I will see you back here next Monday for more Monday motivation. And um, I'll be back tomorrow with prayer. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. Go and be great. Um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. You too, Andre. Have a blessed day. Bye bye.